So one thing I never played about before motherhood, during motherhood, and will never play about for the years to come is self-care. I've always been big on self-care. Um, as a mother, especially early on as a new mom, whatever that looked like for me, I would consider self-care. Taking a moment to just breathe, getting five minutes to myself, a bath, get my nails done, whatever it looked like for me, that was self-care. Um, but even in my toughest moments, and I think that that's what matters most, I took it upon myself to take every opportunity to take care of me because in my eyes, that looked like being the best parent that I could be for my child. Um, it's true, as we know, that when children are happy, we're happy. But even more true is when we're happy, our children are even happier. They're actually probably their happiest. So kids are such a vibe, right? But they also feel the vibes too. So they pick up on our energies, they pick up on our attitudes, our emotions, even our discomfort, right? So that's why it's important to do our best to be the best version of ourselves every day that we choose to show up for them. And self-care, in my opinion, is the absolute best way to feel better about myself um, without having to feel bad about taking time away from my child. Um, it gives me a clear head to navigate motherhood. And while navigating motherhood, self-care can be so many things because every mom is different. Every situation is different. So that being said, thank you for tuning in to episode four of Mommy Monologues. No, you first. This episode is sponsored by none other than Killer Cocktails, the best cocktail curation business around. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go ahead and click the link in my bio. It takes you to a page that has everything that you need in regards to Killer Cocktails and Mommy Monologues. So let's get into it. So first and foremost, what is self-care? Um, so it's defined as the activities that increase well-being and enjoyment, right? So it refers to any activity that can positively impact your mental, your physical, emotional, spiritual, and even social health. So the benefits of self-care for mothers can include, but are not limited to, the following. Um, it's actually a reduction in the risk of future medical issues. So you have more time to devote to building and maintaining not only the relationship with your child, but also the other relationship in relationships in your life that require attention. Um, you improve your self-perception. So in my opinion, whatever self-care looks like for you, doing those things and like accomplishing them, that makes you feel really good. Um, higher self-esteem and honestly, it creates a better sense of self for our children. So when our children see us tackling goals, showing up for not only them, but ourselves as well, that is a positive impact on them. So what honestly is a good mother? I feel like it's something that's super, super subjective. But as I was doing like my research to um, be able to speak openly about this topic, I came across a website that said a good mother is simply a healthy mother. And a healthy mother doesn't necessarily mean a perfect mother, right? Because that's, there's no such thing. But it simply means a mother that is willing to do the work that it takes to be her best self. So as long as you are putting forth the effort and doing the necessary work that it takes, whether that means therapy, whatever that means for you, then you're a, you're a good mother. You're a healthy mother, right? So um, I know this firsthand. Some moms become very overwhelmed as they can confront motherhood. Um, putting the needs of the children ahead of our own. 
So self-care can significantly impact our mental, our emotional well-being. It um, kind of like helps us balance between our health and our children's health because we can't be <laughs> anything to them if we are not mentally healthy, stable, and able, period. So learning to use self-care properly can be a vital part of becoming the mother that you want to be, plain and simple. Several benefits that um, it can bring into your life, and it helps with um, healthy coping me mechanisms. Um, and of course, therapy, therapy, therapy. If you feel like you're at that point where you need therapy, get therapy. I was talking about my last episode, how it's not that easy, but we're 30, we're we got like, I know so many people with so many good jobs, so, so much good insurance. And I was talking about how like insurance is not the easiest thing to navigate, but there are people that don't have that struggle. So I would totally say like, use your resources and go to therapy if you feel like you need to do that. But just a few things that worked for me when it comes to self-care while navigating motherhood um, and a few tips and tools that I feel like genuinely can work for other moms. Um, so I have picked up the habit in the last year of reading. Um, I used to like be the iPad per well, that was kind of stupid point to try to make, but I'm obviously still an iPad person, but I wanted to get back into the physical touch of books. And um, of course, I love my romance novels. I love my like fiction. I love all of that. But in the last year, I've been reading a lot of um self-help books or um, self-development or things like that. So I would totally say lock in on something that you want to learn about, want to know about, or even to extend knowledge that you already have about something. So just a few books. Um, I'm currently listening to an Audible. It's called Self-Care for Moms, plain and simple, straight to the point. Um, just doing research for my episode, I came across it. It's like $7. Um, it's not long at all. Um, and it's mantra is what, um, got me to buy the book, transform doubt into confidence. And I think that that really spoke to me as a mother because a lot of doubt stems from motherhood because it's your first time. You don't know what you're doing. Even if it's your second time, that kid's different. You might not know what you're doing again. So I loved that quote alone. And like I said, it was $7. So yeah. Um, my next book will be Rem Remaining You While Raising Them. Um, I, in the title, I don't think that I have to say why that's important. Um, so I would suggest you guys go ahead and, you know, that's also an audible. So go ahead and look at the descriptions and figure out what you need or want to hear first. Um, I like guidebooks as well that, uh, that include journaling. I found it very important to keep up with my goals, keep up with the things that I want to do in regards to myself and in regards to motherhood. Um, so I think that highlighting things to come back um, to and read in moments of despair, just to remind you, like, this is what's going on. This is a tip you can use. This is what you can do in this moment. Um, and just using that as a tool to just keep pushing. Um, I'm all about the physical self-care. So get your nails done, get your hair done, um, get a massage, go to a Pilates class, get stretched out, do a dance class, 
like whatever stretched out however that looks for you <laughs> whatever that means for you um cookies dance class massage by jody provocative whatever that looks like for you like get it done i think every mother knows at this point how good it feels to take care of self when you have children like to be able to even take that moment of time when you know that everything is just a mile a minute that feels really good um, so whether it's from a professional or your companion or whatever, release the tension, get a massage, go to stretch lab. I, um, honestly have a friend named TJ. She is an amazing massage therapist. She's also mobile. You guys can follow her on Instagram at recharge.hmb. She will pull up on you. She's amazing. Um, like I said, 25 minutes at stretch lab will do you right. It'll have you be, like really breathing different. And I think that that's an important, um, part of self-care that we forget the physical of it all. We build up so much tension as mothers bending down, standing up, walking up the stairs 25 times a day, doing all this stuff and forgetting about us. Right. So, um, I am, such a flower person a plant person and it's not just a girl thing for me um nurturing something feels good for me right so I love picking out flowers smelling flowers planting them arranging bouquets watering them whatever giving myself a short-term or long-term responsibility increases my confidence my focus my productivity things like that and plants honestly have been proven to do the same like they they increase your productivity. They freshen the air around you. They are literally scientifically proven to be therapeutic. So I would say, go buy yourself them flowers. Don't wait on nobody else to give you your flowers, literally and figuratively. So make it a thing. Like, make it a thing. Make it every Monday I go and buy myself flowers. Or get a real plant and water it. Watch it grow. Tie that to your inner self and nurture something. Like, I think I'd I love plants like I love flowers another thing that's important for me as a mom is um hobbies right so you you have a million hobbies with your kid you have a million things that you guys love to do together but what hobbies do you have aside from them like what do you do if you got two days away from them what would you go do to make yourself happy what things make you feel good what do you enjoy doing would you just be sitting around <laughs> would you be like one of those moms was like oh this is opportunity to get everything done or are you going to be the mom that's about self-care and feeling like oh this is my perfect opportunity to do what sticking to something feels good regardless of why you're doing it right so whether you're doing it to prove it to yourself or to actually see results it just feels like that gentle hug that you give yourself when you're doubting yourself so pick up a new hobby I'm super interested in pottery. Um, I'm actually starting in May. I'm going to take a monthly class. Um, Seth Rogen is the reason why I want to do pottery because he be making ashtrays and like I be really watching like over the years and he has gotten so good like and I just want to do it and I like doing things with my hands so I think that that would be really good for me. Um, buy paint, express your emotions outwardly on canvas Write poems that speak to your heart. Um, shout out to Boogie. Learn how to skate. Learn a new language. Practice your makeup for no reason. Like play Sudoku every day. Like do a puzzle. Open your mind. Like I wake up every day. I play Wordle. That's how I wake up. That's how I get my brain flowing. 
So it's like, I literally love when I remember to even wake up and play it. Because sometimes depending on the night before or depending on what you got to do that day, like you wake up and you instantly get started with your day or you wake up and it's late and you getting a late start to your day, whatever. So when I remember to actually go and start my day with Wordle, I love that. But when I actually get the answer right, it's really going to be a good day. Like, so those are the things that I feel like people just need to just find what works for them. It doesn't always cost money. Self-care doesn't always have to be outside of your home. It can definitely be inside of your home. Cook a new meal every week. Work out a few times a week. Join a book club. Whatever that may look like for you, just do it so you can take care of yourself and feel good. So when you show it for your child, you on point, period. Um, set small weekly goals for yourself. As a mom, I honestly like to prove to myself that I can balance taking care of us both equally, right? So I think that um, when I make to-do lists, um, it makes me feel accomplished. And checking them off the list and just getting things done it helps to guide and organize my day. And I have anxiety really bad. So that really, really helps with that as well. And it just feels good to like see stuff disappear. And you'd be like, okay, now I can, and I have two to-do lists. So I have like things that I need to do later down the line. I have things that I need to do urgently. So I keep taking things from that other list and putting it on there, clearing it out, keep doing it again. I honestly have like a thousand lists. Um, it just helps. I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, in any capacity other than what I just did. It just really, really helps. Um, I think it's important to give ourselves grace and say kind words to ourselves as moms because we can very much easily get caught up in what we're not doing, that we forget to applaud ourselves for what we are doing. Um, you got that baby on time? To be at on time for the first time this week, I applaud you. If you didn't forget to take the, the, the meat out the freezer so you could have dinner on time this week, I applaud you. If you actually got to watch your show live instead of a recording because the kids aren't running around the house acting crazy when 9 o'clock roll around, I applaud you. I feel like it's the little things that matter for real. And everybody's like, oh, not applauding a fish for swimming. Well, I'm applauding myself <laughs> for the things that I show up and do. I'm not asking anybody else to applaud me, but... I applaud me because motherhood is hard. It's very, very hard. So when I do small stuff, like one thing that I love that I do is when I get my baby to school <laughs> before 8.30 because they like, y'all know circle time. She's only five, so y'all know she's still doing circle time. She's still, but that's at 9.30. But like that hour in the beginning, I feel like is imperative for her socially so when I can get her up and get her out the crib and she can sit down with her friends, because breakfast is at 8.30. You after 8.30, too bad. So you can sit, she can sit down with her friends and actually like have that social time. That makes my heart warm. I feel super accomplished getting her to school at a time where she can dive into her day and not rush into her day. That makes me feel good. Um, so just a few... Few last things. So don't overthink what self-care is. Literally looks different for everyone. Um, I seriously feel like these are my, some of my favorite things. Um, I binge watch shows a lot. Like if I got time on my hands, I'm going to watch six episodes in a row. No one's going to make me feel any type of way about it. I will sit there and watch it. Couch potato. Love that for me. I will order in instead of standing in the kitchen, like cooking. I'm not doing it. 
Um, I will take myself to solo dinner, a solo date period, whatever. I will go out alone. Um, I will finish the whole bottle of wine and I will not care. I will be like, oh, yep, baby sleep. And I will stumble to my room and have the best night's sleep ever. I will say I need to do laundry and get in the bath instead. I will do that. I will take a nap. My baby is five years old. I will lock her in the room with me and take a nap with all her toys so I can have some time for me. I will put on makeup for no reason at all. I just want to practice. I probably scroll it on TikTok and somebody did a new method and I'm like, I want to try that. I will do that. I'll dress up to go run errands. I'll ignore calls and text messages. I don't care. I will go on D&D for 24 hours. <laughs> I will go meditate. I'll go for a walk. I'll suck, soak in the tub for an hour. I'll start my day late. I do. I Like, I will. Oh, I do that too. Like, also self-care. Granted that my show, that's not really the lane of my show, but yes, self-care for me is definitely getting sexy for my man, for sure. That feels great to me. Like, sending my baby with my mom and getting sexy feels amazing. That's self-care, because I already know what's what's coming. Like, I know what's about to go down. But um, create a routine that works for you and your baby. Um, we dropped the ball very early on in regards to getting the baby on schedule. <laughs> uh, that, get, get the baby on your schedule, not vice versa. So I know people gonna hear this and be like, girl, what? Like, no, girl, yes. <laughs> like that baby, you need to be telling that baby what to do, not letting that baby tell you what to do. And it's gonna be very, very, very difficult. But three months in, you'll be glad that you did it when that baby is sleeping through the night. You'll be glad that you did it when that baby's taking a nap at 11 every day, eating at the same time every day. So it's easy to keep the baby on your boob, sleep with the baby. Every time the baby sleep, you don't even care. Like you don't care what time it is, you're not timing nothing, no. Create a routine that works for you so you can be mentally stable. Because being up all night while they crying will literally, it literally makes the chemical like the brain, it, it, it does something different. That's why postpartum depression exists. Um, so it takes discipline, but the benefits are endless, like I said. We establish clear expectations for ourselves as parents. Um, it definitely reflects in our expectations we have in our children. Um, creating a routine creates peace and calm. Like I said, when we wake up on time and the morning is just flowing and it's not like, okay, hurry up, get this, go get your hat, put your shoe on, do this. Okay, okay, we gotta hurry up, we gotta hurry up, come on, come on. I haven't even had a, been able to have a real like chat with her because it's just like, come on, come on, come on. That, there's no serenity in that. <laughs> there's no serenity in that at all. So create just a time that works for you, whether it's enough time to get ready in the morning, enough time to cook at night, the accurate amount of time to sleep, whatever that looks like, napping when they nap, whatever it looks like, just make sure that you are establishing a clear routine. We always feel like we're in a rush. We can create space and time for ourselves if we want to. So it's like I have had moments where one hour would turn into three, right? And you're looking at the clock and you're like, I haven't done anything. I haven't gotten anything done for myself. Now it's Tuesday, and then it's Sunday, and you got to do it all over again. And you be like, I haven't even 
had any kind of release this week at all because you don't take the space and the time for yourself. I think we need to schedule those breaks. Like I said, my to-do list, my I schedule everything. Like I schedule everything. I schedule what day I go to the grocery store. I schedule like literally laundry, cleaning up. I have days like because that's that's just what works for me. Now, I understand that um, right now I am unemployed. So I have a lot more time on my hands than people who are employed, obviously. So I know that my schedule looks different. I can literally decide to clean up at noon and be done before people even get off work, before my kid even get out of school. So I know this looks different for everybody, but that's why it's important to figure out what works for you self-care wise and do those things. Don't worry about what you can't do. Focus on what you can do, right? Last but not least, make sure you're included in your budget, please. Make sure that when you say, hey, I got to spend $100 on clothes for my kid, that you got $50 for you too. When you got to go buy them shoes, if you can only buy yourself a pair of flip-flops, then buy it. A new anything, some panties. You go spend the 7 for 25 at Victoria's Secret. Do something for you. Don't feel like you all, those kids normally have everything that they need. Usually they have everything that they need and the things that they are asking for half the time they do not need and half the time the things that we want them to have they don't need either. So remember that you like nice things too. Stop spending all the money on those children that wear their new shoes to school and slide them across the circle time carpet and they come back looking like they've had them for three months. Buy your shoes that you know that you're going to treat with love and respect, okay? Seriously, don't feel bad. My mom always taught me, treat yourself, don't cheat yourself, okay? So, that being said, mommy's mirror. Now, <clears throat> I believe that children come into the world knowing everything, but they don't know that they know everything, right? So they're so connected to the center of the universe, in my opinion, for like the first seven, eight years of their lives. Then they just start being all kind of crazy, right? But for the first like seven years, kids say and do things that really make you be like, how do you even know that? The wittiness, the just everything. Like my daughter can be so sarcastic sometimes that I'm just like, how do you even know how to do that how did you know to use that phrase in that way like because they know everything and then like I said we lose it along the way right if it's not nurtured correctly and navigated correctly we lose it along the way so they pay very close attention to detail to detail and they play even closer attention to us right that's why it's important for us to take the necessary steps and the necessary precautions to be the best version of ourselves for our children before our children, self-care looked like being able to get up, do whatever you wanted, however, whenever, with whoever, and nobody's questioning you. You're not feeling bad about who's back at home. None of that, right? So if unlimited, if it meant unlimited hours of me time, Granted that when we become parents or mothers, we don't have that me time anymore, but that doesn't mean that the self-care has to dissipate too, right? So certain priorities have to shift when we have children, but not all of them. Once you identify exactly what self-care looks like for you, you won't feel guilty about taking the time for yourself 
while navigating motherhood. You will make time for those things because they are important to you. And eventually they will be considered priorities as well. So you lose that guilt where you're like, I'm spending two hours getting my nails and my feet done. Like I could be, you lose that because that once you start noticing that it makes you feel good, that becomes a priority because you always want to feel that way. So pour into your child's needs, pour into your needs as well. Your child needs to be happy, but in order to be happy, you have to be happy. There's no way I've never seen a situation where I've never seen, I'm not to say it doesn't exist, but where a child was extremely happy, just jolly as all you is, and they had a parent that wasn't healthy. I cannot put my finger on a single time that I've seen that with my own eyes, right? So stop putting yourself on the back burner when we are literally the engines that make the train run. We make this go daily. Every day we get up and we do whatever needs to be done. Include yourself in those things that need to be done. Put yourself at the top of the list, actually. The trickle-down effect is real. Make sure what's trickling down to your kid is calmness, harmony, and peace. So plan, create, and make time. You won't regret it. Your children won't regret you. When you feel like you're slacking on self-care, considering putting anything before your physical, mental, spiritual health. I say just think about three simple words. No, you first. So that is Mommy's Mirror. I just want to say thank you all again for tuning in to episode four. I actually can't believe that I have four episodes. <laughs> I appreciate all the feedback that I have been getting. Um, it is absolute love and joy to see the moms that upload me in their stories and tag me um, saying that they're so grateful to have something like this, um, that this was needed. I feel amazing to be able to give something to a community that means the most to me because being a mom is absolutely my favorite job, point blank, period. Um, so as I always say, those who can relate, tap in. And those who can't, please like, share, comment, and send it to someone who can. Um, thank you again for tuning in to Mommy Monologues. I'll see you guys next week. I got to go be a mom. <laughs>